0: Greetings and welcome to Faith in the Word with Pastor Cecil Holloway. It is with great pleasure to announce Pastor Holloway is now a published author. His very first book entitled "The Servant Leadership: A Solution in Conflict Management." Whether parenting, education, career-related, or face-based environment, this book will help sharpen leadership skills and essential for coaching and developing. Grab your copy today. Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, and Walmart.com.
1: We're going to start a brand new teaching series. I've never taught on this before, but God has given me revelation in this series of teaching. I think it's going to be a 10-part series. Amen. 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 It's going to be a good one. It's going to be good. We're going to learn how to play a game. We're going to learn how to play a game. So this title of this series is called The Culpability Game. The Culpability Game, part one. Now, um, let's go to our springboard verse, Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 17. But before we get into uh, the scripture here, I want to give you a definition. Someone said culpability. All right, it's kind of like what I taught on the improvocation of eternal (laughs) immaturity.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right, so I want to define the word culpability to you and give you some examples of culpability. First of all, culpability uh, means, first and foremost, direct involvement in the wrongdoing Such as through participation or instruction, as compared with responsibility merely arising from failure to supervise or to maintain adequate control or ethical culture. Okay, have another slide. Okay, that was it. Okay, Um, let me give you some more definitions the word culpability, culpability is the legal responsibility for a criminal act and individual's blameworthiness, the quality of being culpable, culpability also refers to the mental state that must be proven for a defendant to be held criminally liable. Now what is an example of culpability? Example of culpability is simply means liable or blamable Okay, so culpability means you are liable or you are blamable Okay? Somebody said Okay. means a liable person is answerable for inappropriate actions. For example, if you're driving on a busy street, lose focus, and crash into another vehicle, then you are responsible for your actions. Mm-hmm. That's called, that's being called. Because you didn't mean to cause it, you didn't mean to cause the harm, it's called culpable negligence. Now, what is culpable behavior? Culpable behavior are those in which the employee is in control and responsible for their actions. Some examples include like calling in sick when they are not. Choosing to not perform their duty well or at all. Willful disgrace for safety measures or instances of theft. When someone is described as culpable for something, it means it's their fault or that they are guilty of it. Culpability is the guilt or blame that a person deserves. The words culpable and culpability are typically used in a serious legal action context involving crime. So now that's the... uh, That's the natural understanding or definition of the word culpability. But uh, uh, a lot of us, we don't play that game. We play the other game of culpability. We play, instead of being responsible for our action, we play the blame game. Mm -hmm. So that's what this series is going to be about the blame game. The blame game. (laughs) (laughs) the <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna see here in Genesis chapter three where it all started. It all started. Oh the blame gang. <laughs> 3, verse 1 to 17, that Adam and Eve, and we can't, you know, we can't fault them because we all have played that same game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, We all played that blame game. Yeah. This why I grew up and turned out the way I did, because it was my mom and dad. That's right.
0: mm-hmm.
1: Blame game. Uh, it, was that, it was that woman I married <laughs> It was them nasty, snotty old, little kids I had. The blame game. Uh-huh. Culpability game. That's the game we all play. We all play. them. We all done. Yes. We yes. all hold We all play that so we, <laughs> <laughs> yes. we all play that, but that's the blame game. And where did it start? It started in Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 through 17. And it reads, now the serpent was more subtile or crafty than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Now you got to remember something. The serpent, uh, this snake, he walked upright. He had two legs. So he walked up upright. The snake or the serpent didn't start crawling on his belly until the curse. Until he started playing the culpability game. Started passing the buck, blank. Now, look at this. Uh, and he said unto the woman, yea, had God said ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Read on. And the woman said unto the servant, we may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden, But of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it. Now, right there, that's a misinterpretation of what God said. God never said they couldn't touch it. They couldn't eat from it. Well, somebody said, well, you got to touch it to eat from it. No. (laughs) So that's why you have to have a spiritual discernment when you're hearing the word of God being ministered to you to make sure you hear correctly. Okay? That's why the word of God says in the New Testament, he that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the spirit of God is saying. So you've got to make sure that you hear correctly. Then he says, and the serpent said unto woman, you shall not surely die. Read on. For God does not know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eye, and the tree to be desired to make one wise, she took up the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband. So when the, de- when the enemy came to tip Eve, remember Eve was deceived. Adam was not. Adam knew exactly what he was doing. Alright? Because he was right there with his wife when the snake came and deceived her. If you're into the blame game, husband and wife. Husband, you blame your wife. Oh, my wife needs to do things spiritually. My wife needs to go to church. My wife, even though you be right there, the devil can still deceive her and speak to her. Even though you're right there because you played the blame game. Because you are the spiritual leader of your home. So, if you play this blank game, oh, my wife is supposed to do it. My wife is supposed to leave the children. My wife is more spiritual. Then that gives the opportunity for the devil to come and deceive your wife. And you're right there. Amen. Jesus. Amen. This is going to be a 10 part. It's going to be a long sit. <laughs> All right. He said, it gave also unto a husband. Unto uh, her husband with her, and he did eat. Read on. And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, transparent. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Read on. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of of the Lord God amongst the tree of the garden, read on. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Adam, where art thou? Now, now God wasn't asking Adam for his geographical location. He was saying, hey, you know, we always meet this time in the cool of the day. We fellowship. You know, Adam hung out with God. Okay, there was, there, everything everything was perfect during that time. He, he fellowshiped with God. He didn't have any issues with God. He didn't look at God, well, I don't know whether God exists or not. Damn, none of that stuff was going through with Adam. Because he had this relationship with God. He, could, he talked to God. He walked with God. God asked him, you, what are the names of the animal? God didn't name the animal. God asked Adam, what, what do you name this animal? They fellowship with God. Okay. And God did this with Adam. He did this with, towards the husband first. Right, so, playing the culpability game, when the devil was talking to his wife, and remember, God, God didn't call Eve to be his wife. Adam did. God didn't say, hey, this is your wife. No. God said, you need to help me. He said, this is the bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. This is my wife. So what Adam should have done, he should have said, girl, what are you doing when you're listening? What are you listening to a strange voice for? Amen. Amen. Because Adam, that's why the scriptures say Adam was not deceived. Adam knew better. Okay? But Eve was deceived. So Adam should have told her, hey, Hey girl, you need to quit talking to that snake. What are you talking to that snake for? But see, Adam was over there next to his wife, and he probably was like, like most men do when they come into the presence of God, he probably go over there asleep. <laughs> oh my
0: goodness.
1: can, 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 can I get a
0: witness?
1: <laughs> and then you wonder why the devil talking to your woman.
0: Because oh <laughs> you sleep. And the devil's
1: talking to your woman, and then you wonder why your woman, why she raising up and being masculine and doing all that? Because you let a foreign entity talk to what you call to be your wife. Because you play these games. You're not being responsible. You're not being accountable. You're being Blameable. The blame game. Oh, yes. Jesus. Yes. I think this series, yeah, I think I might put this in a book. Really, so. Amen. 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 So they was naked. stupor of of sleeping you have not in your proper location with God that's why God has to come and say where art thou because you're asleep so wake up black man know who your God is God wants to talk to you he wants to impart with you he wants you to talk to him but if you're playing these culpability games you're not, you won't be able to receive grace and mercy. Why? Because black man, white man, brown man, whatever man, you need help.
0: Lord.
1: And God is the one who, who's going to give you the help. Yeah. So you need help. So now look at this. God said, who told you? that?" God said, oh, well, hold up. Has thou eaten the tree of what I commanded thee? that thou should not eat. Have you eaten the tree of the world? Have you touched, are you, because you're impressed with the things of the devil, you have touched the things of the world now? Whether it's sports, whether it's business, whether it's education, whether it's drugs, whether it's alcohol, you have touched the tree of the world. I told you, I command you not to touch. That's why you in this stupor of sleep, and you can't, we cannot relate, so I want to hear, you. I want to hear your answer, Adam, what is your answer, talk to me, Adam, go on, and Adam, and <laughs> A- Adam, answer, uh oh, here we get ready, we ready to play the game, we're playing the game, we get ready to play that culpability game, and the man said, "The woman who thou gave us to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat." Read on. And the Lord God said, "Okay, since you blame the woman, now does I'm going to, go to the woman. Now I want to hear what you have to say." And you know what the heart of God, you know what God was looking for them to say? Lord, I have sinned. I'm sorry, Lord. Please forgive me. But now, look at it. He goes to the woman. Okay? And and look at this. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, Mm -hmm. The blame game, the serpent begot me, and serpent did it. It. Look at this, how they like playing the game. Play They're playing the culpability game. And the serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. Real. Right. And the Lord God said, now, God went to Adam, couldn't get a right answer. God went to the woman, couldn't get a right answer. Okay, so that's why, you know, women, you don't think you should, you all that, because God, gonna be, you, you, you still play the playing game too. Mm-hmm. Amen. I didn't have no man. Take care of me. That's why my children, the way they play the
0: play
1: game. Right. Just be honest with God and say, Lord, I sinned. I messed up. I had sex out of marriage. Not only I had sex with this man, I had sex with that man, and then this man, and then this man, and then this man. I got all these baby daddies, babies, and I need. Hell, the blame game ain't gonna get you hell from God. No,
0: not at all.
1: Remember in the New Testament, Jesus talked to the woman at the well. What did Jesus say to her? Hey, where's your husband at? She said, I ain't got no. He said, You right about that. You have five. (laughs) (laughs) You have five husbands. You're right. (laughs) So now God goes to the serpent and said unto the serpent, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle. When you play the blame game, curse. that's when God has to pronounce the judgment. He already pronounced the judgment from the beginning with Adam. we got to look at the word judgment. Don't look at the word judgment as something that's negative. Yes. Judgment is a ruling it is a declaration it is to, to state something. When God made Adam from the beginning, he pronounced the judgment. He said, you are blessed. He created a world for Adam. He created a garden for Adam. Adam had the best thing that we could ever experience. He had God.
0: Wow. So that was the judgment
1: that he spoke to Adam from the beginning. But when Adam starts playing the blame game, now he has to produce, excuse me, he has to pronounce another judgment. We see here in Genesis 3 that the devil is crafty and he has devilish wisdom. The devil, your enemy is smart. Your enemy is smarter than you. Why do you say that? Because he's been practicing this deception for 6,000 years. You just got saved for the last one year or two. (laughs) That's why it's so important for you to be under the word. So that you can know the word because the devil is smart. The devil is so smart that he doesn't have to do any new thing in your life. He keep doing that same crap and you keep falling for it every time. (laughs)
0: That's right.
1: And then when you keep falling for it, then you come out of that, you get into that culpability game. You start blaming. But it was my daddy and mom. Okay. For, for some of y'all like to blame your parents for your life, you're not accountable for your actions, but you won't blame mommy and daddy. Look at this. God is the perfect parent you can't get no better prayer than God. That's right. Everybody yeah. agree with that? Amen. And his first two kids rebelled against him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. That's yeah, true. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: God's the perfect prayer. You can't get no better prayer than God. Well, yeah. <laughs> so you think Adam, they think, well, it well, wasn't for the Father, you know. <laughs> Please.
0: <laughs>
1: what does the Word of God tells us when it comes to our parents. We don't blame our parents, we
0: honor them. When is the time to
1: honor your parents when you identify their faults? Thank you, Mark. That's the time when you honor them. When you see them, because when, when you're a child, you look at your parents, you think they're invincible, they are faultless, whatever, but when you grow up and start experiencing that, then you start seeing your parents faults God says to honor your father and mother and get it in order. Just, let's do it in God's order. He didn't say honor mama and dad. He said honor your father and your mother. That's the first commandment that God gave even before he created the church. So that your days may be long upon the earth. So when do I get the opportunity to honor my father and mother? Not when I'm a child. Well, it's good to start as a child. But no, when you become an adult, and now you seeing your parents' flaws, you see, you realize that, Damn, my father and mother are not perfect. But you don't start to blink you do what the Word of God says, and now I honor them by faith. God never said our parents are flawless. He said they are parents. That is your opportunity to sow seed. To honor your father and mother. Why is that? Because remember, Genesis 8.22, as long as the earth remains, it's going to be seed seed time out, but every year. Oh, to your parents. Good morning. Good morning. One day you to have a little rats
0: rat <laughs> and you wonder
1: why they not honoring you, and they blaming you because you blame your daddy, mama. So now you little knuckleheads are blaming you. <laughs> See, why do you believe God is real or not? The proof is in the pudding. This stuff is working. See how? He,
0: Come on, you be real, I see this. Yes, that's right. Oh, Jesus.
1: (laughs) It said unto the serpent, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field, upon thy belly shall thou go, and thus shall thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and thy woman, and between thy seed and her seed, and it shall bruise thy head, and thou shall bruise And unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception, and sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule or manage over thee. And unto Adam, he said, because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree, eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shall I eat of it all the days of thy life. So now we see here God has pronounced the, uh, the curse, the judgment. So now the devil has devilish wisdom. This is how the devil would approach us. He starts out questioning God or what God has said. Whenever you see it, you you start questioning what God has said. That's the devil. Don't listen. (laughs) Don't listen. Because once you listen to that, you're going to start the blame game. (laughs) Okay? So he starts out questioning God. Why does he operate this way? He must take away the foundation of your faith. What is that you must take away your belief in God your foundation your faith so that's why he comes with questioning and after he has questioned you start listening to him then you will start the blame game and if you blame others you won't get grace and mercy God. and that's what he said won't get help. Because God doesn't help his children who are into the blame game. So that's why you see recurring situations keep happening in your life and you're like, what? Lord, help me. What's going on? Because you probably you started blaming folks. And so if you start blaming, you won't get grace and mercy. God only gives grace and mercy to the humble. So, you know, you know, what did we learn on Thursday night? We get convicted, and then afterwards, we repent. We don't get convicted and then start blaming. Because if you get convicted and you start blaming, you will not be able to get grace and mercy from God. You won't be able to get help. Because we need to get help. We need God to help
0: us. So God
1: only gives grace and mercy to the humble because pride hides. Adam and Eve, it was in pride, they hid themselves from God. Pride hides and blame others. Pride hides and blame others. You know, when I was growing up in Baltimore, I was raised by my grandmother because my mother was a demonic possessed schizophrenic, so she wasn't able to raise me, and uh, I never knew my father because I heard I heard a lot of stories and stuff. A lot of stuff. But I remember growing up, and uh, my grand my grandmother was a very bold, God fearing woman. I think maybe that's why. And you know, when I was going, she told me, she said, let me tell you something, son. If you ever get it through your mind, then I'm not the kind of grandmother you want. Keep this in your mind too. You're not the kind of grandson I want to Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's true. That's, that's
1: true, that. Eh? Yeah. Keep that in mind. kid I used to hear that I heard that and I was like oh man that was hard <laughs> you know that was hard but when I put away childhood stuff and grew up I said I see what that woman talking about. Yeah. That's keeping it real. Hey I may not be the pastor that you are but you might not be the that I want
0: <laughs>
1: that works both ways So, let's not blame each other.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: Let's be humble and go before God and say, we need help. Hallelujah. Are y'all okay? Yes. So, God only gives grace and mercy to the humble. Humility and knowledge and takes full responsibility. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 28, verse 13. That's i tell you, I'm old. Modern day grandmothers who wants to try to keep up with their grandkids. And they don't tell it like it is. They wanna they wanna twerk it.
0: <laughs> they wanna
1: take selfies and turn behind like the kid. <laughs> can you can you imagine you know, our grandmothers and look back when they twerking and doing all that stuff? <laughs> no.
0: They
1: would say oh, what's wrong with you, child?" <laughs>
0: Oh yeah!
1: <laughs> but see, we got these modern-day grandmas. That's the improvocation of eternal immaturity. I seen something the other day. Uh, this football player, John Moran. Oh, okay. yeah, basketball, yeah. I, 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 this, this is a prime example of this. What God's talking about? This brother got what well, a hundred ninety-six million dollar contract,
0: and he wants to be against. Yeah. And he comes from a
1: two-parent home. That's what I told you. That was little. Yes. Yeah, two-parent home. And he got a hundred and ninety-six million dollar contract. That means I figured it out. He makes a hundred thousand dollars a day. Wow. And he wants to be a, a thug. Yes. <laughs> what is that? Improvocation of eternal immaturity. That's crazy. <laughs> you might not believe God, but you can see the manifestation. Yes, Groups <laughs> in the pudding. So that's why we see our, we look at our children like, what's wrong with them? They ain't mature. It's the blame guy. Mm-hmm. He wants to be a, th- he was middle class family. Because of, he, he went to Murray State here in Kentucky. Yes. yes. Middle class family.
0: You know,
1: hey, you know, we, we you know we can't, you know, hey, you know, we can't throw stones at him. you know, if you look back at your life, <laughs> you, you know, you some of y'all have to be mommy daddies yeah. and went to church and loved the Lord and yeah. you want to be a thug. <laughs> so we you can't throw stones stone, because they have to be a minister of the truth. Yeah, and I know that right in my own family. <laughs> my, my wife and I, we love the Lord. We got a good marriage, good family. I got some sons who want to be thugs.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they get out there in the thug world and get locked up, and then the places I, I preach there, the jail and stuff, they say, oh, what are y'all doing here? Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 we, we, we know who your parents are. We?
0: They want to be thugs. <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: And not only do they, not only want to be thugs, they want to be white thugs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's hooking up with that snow bunny. Um, <laughs> okay, come okay, on, so y'all. We ain't holding down stuff. So this stuff, this is real life stuff. This is Why isn't your black son wants to hook up with a snow bunny and he has a black mom? What is that saying? I dishonor you, mama.
0: That's
1: what the message I dishonor. I dishonor my black mom. married outside of the race. But don't don't dog our sisters up. Amen. Don't dishonor our sisters. Hey, if you dishonor our sisters, you won't be offended. <laughs> See, this kind of message that should be taught to our families, mm-hmm. our culture. Mm-hmm. But they're so caught up in the world mindset, and they blame the game, they blame, blame the blame game. And they need help, and God can't extend grace and mercy because they need to humble themselves and say,
0: Lord, I miss God, I miss you,
1: Lord. And I need help. I think that word from the Lord.
0: Jesus, did, I, did you get the proverbs? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they go same way with the sisters too, you know. Right, right? right. You know love the snow bunnies and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. No man.
1: <laughs> <Snowman. laughs> I don't have no problem you doing that. That's, That's what you. You, you everybody's fighting with that, but don't ditch us. That's what right, right. Why you ditching us? Yeah, you know you were You made the snowman because you know you got daddy issues. Come on, let's get it real. You got daddy issues. It's a... Oh, yeah, Lord, I'll go ahead. Uh, <laughs> we need light. We need light. We need light. We are the only ethnic group that runs after other ethnic groups. Why is that slavery mentality? You don't see the Koreans breaking down the door to marry your daughters and your sons. No, no. You don't see the Mexicans breaking down the door to get your sons and daughters. Not saying they're out there for some relationship like that, but not the way we say, because you know, we just, you got to be close to master. He's <laughs> yeah. right. I'm right. I'm right. It was a development of slavery. We got to be close
0: to master. He's very
1: up. You know, I'm not talking, you know, I'm not. I'm not I'm, I'm. Feel my heart. I mean, whatever you like, turn on and You don't want to marry him, whatever. But the whole spiritual reality of this stuff is a deception from the devil. He's crafty, and he's intelligent. And we're the only ethnic group that has to break down other ethnic groups. We we march and get laws. i right there. Why, why that? Because uh, black women didn't want me. Why? that? Because I was a nerd. You know how you black women in your all want the Y'all want the gangsters. Y'all want the, y'all want the little nerds. Only time you want the nerds is when you get 40, 50, 60 you're all by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and you need a health care plan. So now you're willing to take the nerds. I need flowers, and I don't. Good. Amen. 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 Yeah, Jesus. See, when you humble yourself before God, he give you the desires of your heart. When
0: yeah. you start having that blame
1: stuff, you don't get that old ragged real. dirty, taggy or whatever. <laughs> Did you humble yourself before God? God, put that just in the box where you put bow on we carried it all the way to delivered to you at your front door. <laughs> and you Amen. look at him and say, Wow, you feel be like Adam said in the Hebrew, Is this for me. Turn her back to me better than you got. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Hey, hey. Well, we don't hear that. <laughs> we don't want to hear that. I
1: just want the, I just want the
0: present. <laughs> no, that's what
1: the Lord spoke to do. He said to return her back better than when I gave it to you. Amen. And I believe by faith, I accomplished that. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you, Lord.
1: Oh, right, get back to the spirit. See, <laughs> I <I'll> just <laughs> he that coveth his sins shall not follow, but whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. Confess. John chapter 1, verse 9. You need to memorize this scripture. You need to have the scripture in your spirit. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We confess. When we get convicted, we need to confess and say, yes, Lord, I'm wrong. Take responsibility, accountability. Yes, Lord, I blew it. I sure I messed up. Now he can extend grace and mercy. But if you start playing the blame game, God will not be able to help you. Let's, kind of, let's go to Genesis 4. Let's look at an example of this in the word. Are y'all okay? Yeah. So now, okay, keep it playing. I want you to go out here and say, Pastor Hope, you the one to breaks away from that. That's not what I said. You your motive and your intent is right, that's right, right, right. You can marry whoever you want to marry, but if you marry what they call outside your race, don't dog your race because you married outside of your race. Right. Still respect and love our sisters, Amen. our caramel sisters, Amen. our high yellow sisters, Amen. our chocolate sisters. and 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 teach. That snow bunny and that snowman yes. to love your sisters yes. and your brother. Amen. Yes. Amen. I don't know why i want this, Lord Jesus. Teach them. Hey, I'm not going to ditch my sisters because I got a snow bunny now. I don't need to say Amen. But I'm going to, hey. Hey, I, I want you to respect and love my sisters. That's the mindset I have. And God sit, see fit for me to be married whatever, I'm going to that new figure Hey, this is what, when you get me, this is what you all get. I'm not going to ditch my brothers or sisters or, and sisters. That's because I got this new wife. Whether she's white, black, or whatever. and You're going to have to accept all of it. Amen. And if you can't accept this girl, if they can't accept all of it, they ain't the one, right? Because God is not a God of division. Amen. Yeah. And hey, if she has a family, I got to do the same thing on Yes. I can't say, oh, it's all my family. But no, she has a family, I got to respect and honor her family. You no, know that too. That's the love of God. Mm-hmm. Not playing the blame game. Right. Mm-hmm. Look at Genesis 4. I'm going to look at an example of this. Okay, I'm, I'm just on the first page. I'm <laughs> worried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. uh, Genesis 4, 2, 11. And it means that she again bare his uh, brother. Okay, talking about Abel. He bare Cain and Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. Wait on. And Abel he also brought of the firstling or the best of his flock and of the fact thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel, Abel, and to his offering. So, you know, you hear people say, oh, God, I don't care about your money. Uh." uh,
0: Okay,
1: Because, see, you heard that lie. Now you play the blame game and try to justify and not give it. Because the devil is crafty. The saddest thing that, to say over the years of ministry most Christians, African Christians, do not know their God. And the average Christians don't know their enemy. He's right. And the, and the enemy is crafty, he's smart and intelligent. So God had a respect unto Abel's offering. Go ahead. But unto Cain, to his offering, he had no respect. And Cain was very raw, very angry, and his countenance fell. Cain became angry and depressed. Anger and depression are indicators that you are yielding to the devil. Because when the word when the word of God comes to give you correction and instruction, whatever. If we're yielding to the spirit, we don't we're not into that blame game. Remember, we are into humility. We're taking responsibility for our actions. Alright? So it says, But unto Cain into his office, he had no respect. And Cain was very wrong. His captain fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, no, Lord came to Cain and said, Hey, why are you angry, Cain? Now, Look at this. i taught talked this before, but look at this. What was, what was God rejecting? Was he rejecting Cain or his offering? He was rejecting his offering. He wasn't rejecting Cain. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he came to Cain and said, hey, what's up? Why are you angry, brother? What's going on? Why are you offended? Hmm. Because I'm not rejecting you. I love you. But the reason why I'm telling you and instructing you and guiding you is because I love you, but I rejected your offering. So, the only thing you have to do is admit it and quit it and then change your offering. Amen. Isn't that simple? But Now, look at okay. this. And the Lord said, it came while I raw. wrong. And why is that counter this fallen? If thou do as well, look at that, all you gotta do is change your giving. If you do as well, I will receive your offering the way I did your brother. Shall thou not be accepted? God has said, when I convict you in something in your life that you, you're doing wrong or whatever, if you just humble yourself and repent, then I can extend mercy and grace. I can now help yes. Yes. in your situation. I can do it now. I mean, yes. But look at this. Send lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Read on. Is that was it? Is?
0: Okay. Yeah. okay, go ahead. That's, that's, that's it? it. Mm-hmm. Read
1: that. Oh. That's what we're, at. That's where we're at. Okay, okay. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank you. And Cain talked to Abel, his brother. <laughs> <laughs> Cain talked to Abel, his brother. And it, and it came to pass when they went in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother. Now, Cain went to his brother. And he probably something like this went down. He said, "Man, what you doing? Why you out doing me? Why, 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 why you Why, why y'all got to be the best? <laughs> because yeah, yeah, because you know God came to me and said He ain't accept my, He ain't set offer, but He accepted you. So why, why you, why you, why, why you doing all that, man? What's going on? Blame game." He's blaming his brother. And look at it, it came to pass when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and he blamed his brother so much that he was angry, Mm. he was depressed, because he was yielding to the devil, and whenever you yield to the devil, the devil gives you what he has, and that's steal, kill, and destroy. That he killed his brother. Why did he kill his brother? Because he blamed his brother in his little shoddy half giving offering. Was it his brother's fault in his giving? No, it was his fault. So how many times we do, we don't do God's will and way, and then we're in a situation, instead of humbling and we blame, we wanna blame, I wanna blame my baby daddy. <laughs> you know, it, it gets me how some of these women talk with these men, how they ain't doing this or that, and they doing that, he ain't no good, he all that, but you left, you slept with him. You <laughs> <laughs> you 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 slept with that no good, they ain't doing right. So me you yeah, so he kills he, he blames his brother for his half-handed offering and he kills his brother go ahead and the Lord the Lord comes the King he said where is Abel that brother where your brother had came? God I knew where his brother was at. But what was God trying to do? This is what God will always try to get you to do. He tried to get you to repent. Because why? I can't help you don't repent. You don't repent first. Why is that, God? Because I have set up spiritual laws. I have set up spiritual laws in my word that said I resist Amen. And I help those who are in humility. So God has said, you need help. That is called restoration. That's restoration. So God comes to Cain he said, where is Abel, thy brother? And he said,
0: I know not how
1: old my brother Look at that line. Then he said, am I my brother's keeper? If you're not your brother's keeper, then you're your brother's murderer. And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood cried unto me from the ground. And now art thou cursed. What does this sound like? It sounds like his parents. God came in like his parents. Where are you? And Lord. what was God waiting on to do? For them to do? Repent. To repent. As we learned Thursday night, repentance is a gift from God. Repent gets us back to God. Repent. I don't care how far you've been out there away from God. If you just humble and
0: repent,
1: God will push you at the front of the light. Yeah,
0: Glory. Yes. Yeah, put at
1: the back in the front of the line. And there's people who've been in the church, they ain't, you know, they ain't been repenting and they see you at the front of the night.
0: <laughs> hey, how she get on there? Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're into that blame game. And now art thy curse on the earth, which has opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. Abel's work was good and righteous. Cain's work was bad and unrighteous. Okay, I'll, I'll pick that up next week. This is going to be a part one. Continue. And one two. Two. This is this this is going to be a good series. Amen.
0: Thanks for listening to Faith in the Word podcast. If the Word of God has been a blessing to you today and you want to give unto the ministry, please feel free, Pilgrim Missionary Baptist Church, 600 Bellwood Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40223. Or Email Pastor Holloway directly at Cecil Holloway at yahoo.com with more options for electronic giving. Thanks for listening. Stay in faith and be blessed.